We are ripping right now, by the way. We are what? We're ripping, I believe. We're rolling. Nice. Okay, ripping. Let me turn down my ringtone. Turn it down. You could even turn it all the way off. I'll take my keys out. These are good sound effects. Ah, yes. Babies love those. Yeah. Babies love the sound of keys, Eric. Okay, ringtone's down. Ringtone's down. I just got a new ringtone. You just got one? Yeah. Really? Why? To kind of mess with myself. Like, I got a... I was like, one day I was like, you know what I thought would be really embarrassing to have as a ringtone? Right. Is uh, Eric Clapton's cocaine. I thought you were about to say uh, Tears in Heaven. <laughs> I would definitely go with it. But so I was like, I'm going to give myself that ringtone and I know it's going to bite me in the ass like multiple times. Like when you're in front of the cops? Or like when you're in an elevator with a bunch of people and then all of a sudden it's like dee -dee -dee -dee, and then you're like, you just look like the biggest dirt bag. Like, My phone is almost never on ringer. Oh really? Except if I'm actively waiting for a call, then I'll turn it on. So I'm so used to being in comedy shows and just deathly afraid of a phone ringing. Right. So I'll never have it on ringer unless it's like... I know someone's calling me and I can't miss this call. Yeah. Then I'll do it, but I always have the same boring old ringtone. Well, do you, do you prefer to communicate in text? Yeah. But also, I don't have a text alert. I have no text alert, no vibration. Oh. So like it takes you a long time to get back in touch with people. Totally. Yeah. I don't like the vibration because I feel like when you have the vibration, it's like a thing where it makes you scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? It makes it, it's like, like oh, you yeah. feel it. It's interesting because I don't, I don't think of you as someone that actually takes a long time to get back text-wise. Like, well, you know, some people are, are, I just, I won't text them, I'll just call right. them because I know it's going to be like four hours and they'll right. forget what I even was talking about. But you did call me about I did call this. Because it, it was, was urgent. Good. It was urgent. It was urgent, yeah, yeah. it was. I call when it's urgent. I, it, it makes me mad when like people like will be like, I was trying to get in touch with you. Like, why didn't you call? Yeah, no, why'd you text? If you're trying to get in touch yeah. with me and it's urgent, call me. Like, exactly. I'm gonna turn this song down now all the way. Who is this? This is Sparks from their first album. The song's called Fletcher on a Rama. It's the greatest fucking song ever. It's like no one, no one knows this album. Listeners, this is Sparks. And I'll just let me just intro things here and let people know where we are. Hello. You're listening to Live to Tape Podcast here on the Feral Audio Network. It's currently hot as goddamn all hell outside, but we're indoors where the mics are sweet and the pipes are sweeter. They're dripping off, they're sweating. If you don't have some type of a rubberized material on your exterior pipes that are running cold water, they're going to cause a lot of condensation, and you're going to lose water, you're going to lose efficiency, you're going to have a lot of problems. So I suggest that you make sure all of your external pipes, hot or cold, are insulated. That's going to save you money in the summer. It's going to save you money in the fucking winter. It's also going to make sure whatever is being delivered to your home is the temperature in which you'd like to have it. Also, make sure all your wires are insulated, because if you don't have insulated wires, you'll get feedback. You'll pick up RF hits. That's radio frequency hits. You have all kind of bleed over. You want to have all that shit shielded. Double shield if you can afford it, but you probably don't need double shielding. It's a, it's a myth. This is live to tape. This is Johnny. Hi, this is, hey, this is Johnny Pemberton here on the podcast. My guest today is Trevor Moore. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being Great here, Trevor. To be here. 
Great to be here. I'm doing like some right now. I like different voices. I yeah, guess. see, I like to do this where it's like yeah. sort of it's like a very light phase. Yeah. It just makes you feel good. It's almost like some latency. Yeah, you feel like a dying robot. I, I feel of... sort of like maybe the opposite of a dying robot, like a robot that's just realized that it does that it that it can die because it's alive. Like it cannot die. No, it, it can, can die. Oh, it's, it's happy. Like, it's I like, can die. I can finally die. Yeah. Eternity is not going to happen for me. What do you think about eternity? Um, um, <laughs> I, it terrified me as a kid. Really? It did oh, it really? yeah, yeah. Because I my my parents were super religious, and right. so I woke up. Uh, I woke up. I uh, grew up very uh, uh, eternity on the mind. Really? And so, oh yeah, they talked about it all the time, and the, just the concept of it would freak me out. And I remember being a kid and uh, just thinking, all right, I'm going to try to be really good. That way I'll get into heaven, mm-hmm. and then I'll wait in line to see God. Yeah, uh, you know it'll probably take forever because I'm sure everybody wants to see him. <laughs> but then I got eternity, so why not? And then uh, I'd wait. This is a little baby, Trevor. I'd wait in my <laughs> in line, and then when I got to God, I would ask him. All I really want is to not exist, and could I not have eternity? And that was as a kid. That was my goal. Is is to be good, get to heaven, and then ask to not exist. That's uh, that sounds that's kind of that's so dark, Trevor. Is it? I don't know. It is. You wanted to not exist. Yeah, it's like well, for eternity. I Who guess, wants to exist for eternity? Well, most people think that way. You know, most people are like, I want to be a vampire and live forever. And it's, I bet. I bet after a hundred years, it's. I bet it's by the hell. time you're in it's, eight, you're hell. the people that you know like get to be like eighty or ninety. Right. I think they're like, I can go now. You yeah. Know? Like you know, it seems like a good run. Well, I feel like the, I agree with you, but I say that as now. I feel like I. Almost everything I thought before I was 14, maybe pr- pretty much everything I thought before a year ago, before where I am right now, I think about like, what a fucking dumbass yeah. I was. Even six months ago, I th- anything I think about, it gets progressively. So the, the, old, the farther back I can think about what I thought, the more embarrassed I am of being alive as a human that thought those things. Yeah. No, I think there's something. Do you think that, uh, you know, um, you know, because everybody in music, everybody likes, you know, you're listening to these, like when you're a kid, you're listening to like, you know, Kurt Cobain and everything like that. And you're like, this guy's got fucking figured out, man. Like, you know, like everything sucks and all this stuff. And like, yeah. And you're like, they just seem so old and wise to you. And then when you pass them in age. As to where they wrote that stuff. Yeah. Like now, like in your 30s, look back and you're like, fucking guy was 27 years old. Like, you know, like he does. Right. He was, he had had angst. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you would think that now it'd be like, oh, like 50 year old guys. That's Mm -hmm. the music I want to listen to. But uh, I don't know. I think, I mean, I think 50 year olds suck at music. I think they do. I think you've got like, well, unless you just started music, maybe, unless you just sort of quit your job. You Rodney Dangerfield it at 50. How is that when he started, really? He like started doing comedy in like his 40s. 40s. Maybe God, 50. So Maybe late. Might have been later. Mm-hmm. What was he doing before that? I think he sold aluminum siding. He sold so much fucking siding. Yeah. You know, uh, Colonel Sanders didn't start selling chicken until he was 65. <laughs> That's not true. Is it, it is true. He was a he was a un unlicensed baby doctor. Like he Are like you, oh yeah he would uh, he had all these weird jobs and uh, and then uh, at 65 he was like I got an idea I'm gonna sell chicken like McDonald's sells burgers like with like a fast delivery system and Holy then uh and so that, mcdonald's own kfc or is it who, there's they might now i think pepsi owns them pepsi and taco bell right yeah pepsi owns taco bell and kfc and i think they own burger king I could jesus be wrong. christ yeah 
That's so. So, do you do you feel like you know a lot about things like that? Uh, people getting a getting late bloomers, so to speak. <laughs> no, I just no, I just know a lot about fast food. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, you know, you ever read that book? Fast Food Nation? Yeah. I read a book called End of Food by, from, uh, by Paul Roberts, and I couldn't finish it because it's so fucking doom and gloom. It make, this, this book was written on like, like maybe 14 years ago now. Yeah. It's so devastatingly depressing that I couldn't handle it. Really? Because he basically talks about how the supply chain for food is so incredibly tight, and the margin for profit is so... Everything is so tight that all it takes is a little upset because all these companies, especially because Walmart is the main retailer for everything mm-hmm. in America. It's like the number one. So if Walmart, if you if you can't sell to Walmart, it's like, he basically explains it that it doesn't, it wouldn't take much. And we're already so close to, to teetering on a failure in the food, uh, the food supply chain. We're at peak food right now. Something like that. Peak yeah. food in terms of how much is going there and at the prices because it talks about not so much about it being possible but about it being profitable mm-hmm. and once it stops becoming profitable for the grocery store then that's when things start to have a problem which is the same with oil right yeah yeah it's about that's that interesting cost benefit well i know it's like to be like you can't be a farmer anymore no, you know, there's, there's no, no way to make money. Like you, you have, have to have like something fucking... like thirty thousand chickens to make a profit, like uh-huh. as a chicken farmer or something like that. And you have to have so much uh, space. Yeah, you have to have, or yeah, to be like a uh, an actual person who grows the things, as opposed to raising chickens. Yeah, now you just got to grow them and you know make put hormones in them, and you basically have an assembly line to them. And you have a fucking computer machine out there and yeah. pick everything. Yeah. It's pretty, it's maddening, but it's got to, I feel like there's got to be a, because there's got to be an end to it at some point, right? What do you think? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think food, I think food's here to stay. I think we're going to be eating here it forever. Stay, but um, I it's going to be some food, it's going to be a food problem. Won't they think? just charge more? They'll just charge more for it then. I guess they have to charge more for yeah. it, right? And then like... Because uh, it'll be more expensive to make. Yeah. And then they'll have like some bullshit fake meat. That's cheap. Yeah. And, like, everyone will eat that. And then, you know, there'll be problems because then 20 years from now they'll find out that whatever made the fake meat also causes, like... The everything that the meat caused. Yeah. It's or like worse. some new super fake chicken AIDS. You don't eat meat. I just started again. You did? Yeah. Wow. I literally just stopped eating meat. Really? Yeah. I was a vegetarian for, like, seven years. Right. And then I was, like, like a year or two ago, I was like, eh, I'll try fish. I'll do that. But then I had a psoriasis. You okay. Psoriasis? Yeah, psoriasis. That's so terrible. I have psoriasis. You have it or you had it? I have it. Well, you always, you never get rid of it. Okay. Um, but then... Uh, can I go into remission, though? Yeah. Isn't it like a, a food... I'm getting some pops on my... I'm getting those RF hits. Yeah, so you it's can off. have it. You can have it and it can go away? Yeah, it goes away and it comes back. And, right. Uh, but then um, my friend... Uh, Dan Newberry, you know Dan Newberry, right? I don't know, do I? Uh, he's a comic guy. Um, okay. But he was like, uh, he was like, when did you start uh, getting psoriasis? Was like seven years ago. And then later in the conversation, he was talking about, yeah, I've been like a vegetarian for like seven years. Mm. I was like, wait a minute. You know, it happened like right at the same time. I wonder if I'm just like not doing vegetarianism right. Like, oh, so you're not getting the right stuff. Exactly. Oh, so, so I was like, what if I put a little like protein, like meat? Right. If I eat a couple chickens and pigs every now and then. And see if that uh, fixes it. And uh, it's gotten better. Really? Yeah. 
I think it cured psoriasis. You think it's placebo or you think it's uh, probably a little something? Uh, could it be column A? I mean, I don't know. It, it could be also like it. What's column A? Column A, column B. Like, could oh, be column a both. A. Like, it could be because in my mind I'm looking yeah. for it. I'm like, I think it's getting better. Like, you know. I have a real problem with that. I always think, always think everything is that. Like, I can't, I feel like, what is the real thing here? Yeah. What's real? Yeah. Because everything is uh, uh, psychosomatic, right? Isn't Probably. everything? I mean, yeah. I mean, the most like muscle pain is, isn't it? Isn't there like. Muscle pain, that. yeah, like back pain. It's yeah. like all those guys who do those crazy fucking like hyper marathon runners, right? Yeah, you're not supposed to be able to do that. Your body's like doesn't want you to do. Well, the first guy that did it died. He did. Yeah, the guy that ran from marathon. I feel like everything that I kind of know, you know the the, the rest of it. <laughs> like well, the, the... I know three fourths, and I'm like, yeah, I know. Is there? I heard there's a there's a bunch of um. Okay, here's the rainbow. It's it's uh, red, orange, yellow, and it's green. Blue. I don't know the rest of it, but I heard it's. it's <laughs> oh, what? It's uh, what is it? It's indigo, uh, indigo, indigo and violet. violet. There you go, yeah. yeah, indigo and violet, which so are kind was, of the same colors. That was a really not funny example. I liked it. But you said that guy died. Well, it's like back from uh, like like a long time ago. There was some battle uh, right? at Marathon. Was the city. And then the dude... Marathon where? In Florida? Uh, that I don't know. Because oh, mar- there's Marathon Key. It's like Greece or, f- or I- Italy. Oh, right. One so, of those places. Yeah, actual place. Yeah. Before pre-America. Yeah. No, this is like... This is all... This is back in like, you know... I don't know, Greece or, in, or uh, Italy times. Yeah. Back in the... <laughs> you know, the Greece uh, times. Ah, Alevoyo, my babies. Ah, greasy. So, oh, yeah. So he, like, there was a battle at Marathon. Everyone got killed. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I got to go warn the next town over. And he ran straight for 26 miles because that's how far away the next town was. And then was... he dropped dead. And then... He uh, wasn't able to warn them. No, he did. He warned them and then oh. he dropped dead. Wow. And so then they were like, we're going to... Do, to commemorate that, we're going to run 26 miles. And that was like the beginning of the marathon. I had no idea it was such a cheesy, arbitrary thing. The marathon? Yeah. Would the, you ever run it? I would never run I wanted to, but I feel like running a marathon, not to discredit people who do, but to discredit people who do, it's something where... It's easy. <laughs> it's doable. I mean, it's not... What's the, what's the saying? It's not easy, it's simple. Or it's not simple, it's easy. Yeah. Like... Uh, if you wanted to do it, you could do it, right? but you have to do it. And in order to do it, you have to do all this stuff where I kind of think that maybe if you're running a marathon, it's because you hate yourself a little bit mm-hmm. or you hate your wife a little bit you or something. You need that thing in your – well, I think that's what's hard about it is that it takes all of that time commitment leading up yeah. to it. That's, it's not the event itself. It's the discipline to get you to the point where you can do it. I think people do it because of the time commitment, though. Yeah, well, I think it it's... it's like, oh, this is something I can sink my teeth into really yeah. hard. It's like a healthy midlife crisis. Yeah. You know, you're like... Yeah. Yeah, I need a change. I need something. I need to be a marathon. I need to be a marathon runner. Yeah. But I'll probably, Trevor, I'll probably do it soon, man. I bet I will. You think you're going to? I like running a lot. Really? Yeah, and I oftentimes find that I uh, don't go... I don't, it takes me longer and longer to get the juice, to get that drip, like the download. Serotonin. To get that freaking whoosh, where it feels really good, you know? Runner's high. Yeah. Is that real? It's, it's real as fuck to me. Really? I get him hard. I get him real hard. Really? You know Josh Fadum, though. Oh, yeah. My good friend Josh. Yeah. He never gets him. I've you never, can't get them. I've run. Now, I haven't run like uh, 26 miles. But you've run more than five? I've, I've run. Well, I don't know if I've run more than five. No, I might not run more. What than about five. like three? Yeah, I might have run three. Okay. 
But like, I've never gotten anything close to any sort of runner's high. Nothing. No. See, I wonder what that means because I get them like sometimes I'll get two in like a, maybe an hour long run. Really? And when it's when it's good, it's like fucking. It's a it's the best drug I've ever had in my entire life. It just wow. it's like a it's like a whip. Yeah. It's like a fucking liquid why whip. Why are you like running all the time? Because it takes time, and sometimes I just I'm like I don't really feel like you know why. Oftentimes it's too fucking damn hot. Yeah. Because I can't hydrate as much as I need to hydrate. Get yourself a treadmill, man. I got one, but it's not the same. You don't get the high off the treadmill? You do. I get the high off the treadmill in the gym, sometimes at a hotel or some shit. Yeah. But I just don't like it anymore because I guess I found out that it takes, you have to run longer on a treadmill unless you do an incline, which I'll do incline. Do you have to, Uh is it like every other drug where like, you know, you have to run farther and farther to get the, you know, you're always chasing that first first runner's Because I'll get it sometimes when we're hiking. We did some, I did some, uh, some big time backpacking last summer with some friends of mine from Minnesota. We went up in the Sierras and one day we did like, oh, it was bad. Like my friend misjudged the map and he took us, he was guiding us. He took us like on a 11 mile hike. It took mm-hmm. all day, and it was like we went up to almost twelve thousand feet. It was brutal, uh-huh. but I didn't get the download until almost three quarters way through the day, and it hit me like hard too. Yeah. Like fucking. What are we boom. talking about? Is it like a phys- like a physical sensation, like exaggerator? Is it a is it a you know just happiness kind of thing? Is it? Uh... I feel like it's like a pure godlike clarity. Mm-hmm. It sort of comes to you. Um, it just overtakes over your brain because you're you're deeply exhausted, and you just sort of like see things in a way that's very. I mean, it depends. I think the hiking high was different than the runners high. When I get runners high, it's usually because I'm listening to some music and I'm thinking about something associated with that. So I'm having like this, like yeah, man, this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna do this. Like like so I'll imagine playing music at the eighth grade talent show and really fucking kicking ass. <laughs> you know, like some shit like that. And so that's great. But then that happens. I get like you get like a physical thing. But you also get a, uh, you get really high, really just super, you feel sort of, you know, I would say you feel invincible, you feel indestructible, you Uh feel very like just, um, yeah, you just feel fucking like a a bear. Yeah. But the hiking one was different. That was more of like a, like a God, like, hello. Mm -hmm. Like a. Just from hiking, just from walking. But it was a long, it was. Elevation. It was serious. Elevation Elevation definitely fucks with you. So is the whole high is just lack of oxygen, right? So it's kind of, is that what it is? Like you're depleting your oxygen so much that your cells are just craving it and that's the. I think it's something like, all I know is it's your brain is deciding to give you something that has. Oh, you should hit that again. Ready? Yeah. (sighs) Just a little vape. Little vape. <laughs> yeah. I haven't, sm- haven't smoked for eight years. Haven't smoked cigarettes. Yeah, I smoked but, cigarettes. But you used to smoke a shitload. So, yeah. Nah, I mean, like pack a day. Do you feel? Do you feel like? Um, what do you say? That guitar is. You don't want to have it on you right now. Oh, I don't care. Okay, because I was. Yeah. I asked if you. Because I know you play guitar. Yeah. That'd be cool if you wanted to, like, you know. No, I'll just. I'll just have it with me. <laughs> just make some subtle like finger noises Every now and, and stuff. Then. It's not even tuned. Oh God! How dare you! I just got it out of. I haven't haven't touched it since I got it on the plane. So that's not oh, bad. Oh, the plane, the plane, the plane. Sounds good. That's all right. <laughs> it's a little out of tune. How long you had that for? 
This thing, I had it for like four years. Four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four years. I don't tune it, though. You don't? No, man. You just let, that's a new thing now, right? I don't tune the guitar. It's just all natural tuning. You let it go. Let the guitar do what well, it wants. What the guitar wants to do, man? It's called paleo tuning. It's a new thing. Well, it's like, I don't want to be like some musical dictator. It's oh, like, yeah. I want to let some, the guitar to do what the guitar wants to do. Because it, if it wants to do that note, it's... it's meant to be yeah, that way i'm not supposed to i'm not here to be some sort of acoustic pinochet you know what i mean what are you not supposed to be an acoustic pinochet yeah you're not you don't want to be don't some be sort of acoustic pinocchio yeah pinochet i heard about that he's a dictator he's a dick taster <laughs> a guy all right augustus pinochet i heard that guy's a dictator that guy's a freaking dick taster some bitch likes to suck on dicks you know why Cause the taste, he ain't even gay. He just likes tasting on them. Like salt. You like salt, but it's, it's not just salt. It's a special kind of salt. It's like a liquid salt. You liquid know how salt. honey is liquid sugar. Mm-hmm. Same way, the dick provides salt that is a liquid, like a vape juice almost. I can vape. You gonna get? You gotta get sponsored by those vape people. Yeah, I don't even. I, I don't even know what. Oh yeah, yeah. This is. I shouldn't say the brand. Why not? Because uh, then what's the point of sponsoring somebody, right? I but guess they're already saying the brand. Cause, but do you ever worry that they will discontinue that brand? No, because I can do other brands. But I'm you, not, like, loyal to But like you a, have been loyal to that one, right? Uh, yeah. Like, I remember the name of that. Yeah, you did. That's right. And the smell is very distinctive. Yeah. It's, they, a lot of them are just all, like, fruit flavors. Yeah, this one's not. Yeah, it's like, yeah, like, banana, you know, strawberry kind of stuff. And, like, this is a kind of, this is the closest to, like, cigarettes I've been able to find. Really? You think so? Yeah. It's like a pipe tobacco. Oh, yeah, it is kind of a pipe tobacco. Yeah, yeah. It's weird to hear your voice this deep because you already have a deep voice. I like, no, this is like, this sounds, yeah, this is like I'm getting into demon territory here. <laughs> Say whatever you want to say. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Hello. What would you say to God if you were a demon? Um. Besides asking to be yeah. destroyed so you don't have to live forever. I'd be like, I'm sorry about everything that went on. And, you know, I know things have gotten carried away. And, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm kind of in the, I'm, I'm looking for new work. I'm in the market. And I don't know, I don't know what the you know, coming back over to a good side kind of thing. Is, well, do you hire ex demons? As a, as God. 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 That's how God sounds. Well. I am God. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's me, God. We're just running around. You know what? I'm doing flip flops today. <laughs> uh, anyway, I was just, uh, yeah. Um, well, I like the living situation seem much better on, uh, here. So I yeah, it's want, better. Yeah, I was wondering if uh, you guys had any openings or, you know, do you take resumes? If you gotta ask, you never know. <laughs> We're like jazz, baby. <laughs> if you gotta seems, ask about there's an opening, maybe you shouldn't be here. Seems really cool. See, I can play on your level, no problem. I can be like you. I, Daddy, can be just like Baby. But Baby can't be like Daddy. Will you tell your child that, Trevor? Sure. Will you tell your child when it's first able to understand something, say, I, Daddy, can be like Baby. But Baby cannot be like Daddy. <laughs> oh, that's really good. That's a laugh. Feels good. It feels good to live in that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of scary. <laughs> You're going to have a kid. 
Yeah. Is yep. that public? Um, I mean. As public as... You're not super public, though, are you? No, I don't really do the Facebook thing. Burr. But I, mean, I don't get that when people are on Facebook and they're just like, I'm going to lunch here. Ugh. It's like, uh, yeah. yeah, all right. Like, or it's like, you know, I'm, you know, you know, I hate is when like couples are like, I love you. Oh, I don't Uh, see that. I've never, I've seen it. It's like, I love you. Or like, you know. Seen it where though? On on Facebook or, you know, and then like, love you too. Like, you know, celebrate, or like even the anniversary stuff. Like, you know, I'm celebrating seven years with someone who's like, nobody, nobody cares. Like, you know. But you do get a lot of likes for stuff like that. Yeah, you get the likes. Because people are like, I gotta like that Jim and Nancy are still together. Yeah. It keeps her out of my hair. <laughs> I gotta like that. Look at them. They're cute. They're having a great time. Look, they got an extra couple margaritas. You know, it's a real fun thing to do if you're, um, if uh, somebody leaves their Facebook open, a friend of yours. Okay. Go on uh, their Facebook, find a mutual friend, right. preferably a married couple. Do a deep dive into their photos uh-huh. and like all baby, uh, all bathing suit pictures of the wife. <laughs> just like them all because they all show up at once and they're Have like, you "Done this?" Uh, no, I was just thinking about it, but, oh. but I was like, that would be a really funny thing to do to somebody because yeah. then someone's like, "Oh, like someone's doing a deep perv dive." A on, deep perv dive. On hey, life. are you guys still together? It says you're still together, and I just haven't seen Tom around. This I was wondering. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are still. You guys still. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I knew that you guys are always so great, but yeah, I just know because I I saw him the other day. He just he was he was drunk. What do you mean he was he was drunk? He was drunk. He was the, he was pretty. I think he was drunk. He was slurring. It was it was at a bar. It was the daytime. I just didn't know. Does he work? He works in Santa Monica. He he doesn't. Yeah. Um, who's the girl he's with? You know what? Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Who's that really pretty girl? That yeah. Who was that? Yeah. I I. Can't have a sec. I don't have enough work for a secretary or assistant. I recall, but clearly things are going well for him. It's, uh... Oh, you guys are still together? Oh, no. weird. Oh, um, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> it wasn't Tom? No, I think I uh, need Laz. I had LASIK, but they fucked up. <laughs> I thought you were a different one of my friends. I thought you were. Wait, you're. Oh, wait, you're not a person. You're my mother. Sorry. <laughs> Talk about my daddy. Yeah. Are you and Dad still together? Hey, Mom, I saw him. <laughs> Mom, you and Dad still together? Because I just realized I haven't <laughs> haven't really talked to you for a bit. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I just realized I haven't really heard from you. But I th- I saw Dad with this other woman. Oh, you know that was me. I was with Dad. <laughs> we look so much alike. It was it? a mirror. Yeah. Forgot. <laughs> Hi, am I dying? <laughs> Please, God, will you let, will you t- take me off the hook? <laughs> Did your parents think that was really weird when you said that? Uh, I don't think I said it to them. Actually, oh. I probably did. I probably did. Um, no, it was just my, like, that was how I, you know, because eternity is such a big, uh, scary concept that you're like, that's yeah. how I dealt with it, where I was like, well, okay, if that happens, then we'll, this is what I'll do to get out of it. So, but they're, are they still super religious? Yeah. So, yeah. what do they think about stuff? Like, when they kind of visit you in Hollywood, um, they're from the South, right? Yep. They were country singers, is that right? Uh, Christian singers. Christian. That's how religious they were. They were Christian singers. But Christian... uh, Christian rock. Okay. Christian folk, and then it kind of became Christian rock. (laughs) It started out Christian folk in the 70s, and then kind of turned into Christian rock in the 80s. A little more saxophone. They got that nine-piece white Yamaha drum set. Yeah. Yeah. They had the number two Christian song in the country. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. What was it called? It was called Love Song for Number Two. That's... uh, Isn't that ironic? 
right? What? That it was number two and it was called Love Song. No, uh, yeah, that, that's, I guess that's irony, right? Yeah. yeah that's ironic, yeah. Uh, yeah. I always have to go through the Alanis Morissette song to figure out what, what is ironic and what isn't. Oh, I don't know the lyrics to that at all. She says, "Radiation's ironic, right?" Radiation's ironic. Wayne, Wayne on your re- <laughs> Wayne on your wedding day. Wayne on your wedding day. <laughs> Wayne showed up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Wayne's here. That's uh, ironic. Is that funny that the name Wayne always sounds like that? Yep. There's no like. There's no one named Wayne who is like if you. If you're yeah. named Wayne and you want to be an uh, investment banker, it's just you have to change your name. There's no butler named Wayne. No. Yeah. Butler named Wayne. There's a uh, I really did think that band Fountains of Wayne for years. I thought it meant in my mind it was a, a fountain of dudes with who are named Wayne. What with, does it mean? It's from the city of Wayne. Uh, Fountains of Wayne is a name of a fountain store in New Jersey. It's a terrible it's of weird Wayne, how bands pick their names. Yeah, it's that's a terrible a, band name. It's a terrible band name, but it's also like the greatest Fountains of Wayne. Fountains of Wayne. You know it's a horrible band name is the what? Beatles. Beatles is the worst because it's a fucking pun. Yeah. The Beatles. Get it. There's, there's a beat in here. It's, yeah. There's it's a beat. Horrible. Radiohead, terrible band name. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, uh, isn't that also, uh, what do you call it? What's it called when you borrow from someone uh, when it's when it's like derivative? I believe Radiohead yeah. is derivative of a Talking Heads song. Oh, really? Almost. That's even worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Burning Airlines, derivative of a Brian Eno song. Oh. Most Indie bands are derivative of cool bands from the 60s. Now, the Rolling Stones, that's derivative. That's, that's derivative of a Robert Wilkins song. Yeah. Yeah. Roll, like a Rolling Stone. Yep. Yeah, because they, they're like, they love the blues. Yeah. That's a good band name, though. Rolling, Rolling Stones, Stones is a good band name. I guess it it's is. It's going to work for them. It's still working. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's the best band name? Who's who? The best band name? I think, honestly, the best band name is um, Drive Like Jehu. Drive like Jehu. That's yeah. pretty good. Um, or is that what they're called? Megadeth's pretty fucking Megadeth's metal. Megadeth's good. Megadeth is a good one. Also, the way they spell it too, D E T H. Yeah, that's cool. That's a uh, good Slayer's one. great name. Slayer's dope. Pantera's a great name. Pantera. Metal guys figured it out. Like they're, High on Fire. Yeah, that's Oof. a good one. Do you like them? Uh, I'm not that familiar with their stuff. I but I do know the yeah. Heard, yeah I think that's a great name. Right. Um, There's a lot of good ones. Man. Yeah. Now I'm thinking, what are the good? I mean, a Drive By Truckers is good, too. Eric Clapton's a good one. Eric Clapton's a great name. It's a great band name. Eric, I love Eric. J.J. Kale, great name. J.J. Kale. He's mm-hmm. the one who wrote that song, right? Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy, good name. Um, David Sanborn. <laughs> David Sanborn, great name. You remember David Sanborn? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember a guy named Michael W. Smith? Yes. Michael W. Smith, I believe, was friends of my parents. No way. Yep. Sandy Patty? Sandy Patty. Um, Patty Smith. Patty Smith. This is the world's worst road trip right now. <laughs> We're on a terrible road trip in a circle in a parking lot in Wayne, New Jersey. That has like, by the fountain. It has all that stuff. It's like the, uh, we have a, we're experiencing what I call a, a suburban nightmare where there's a little strip of lawn. There's all these sort of bafflements inside of a parking lot next to a Jimmy John's that you can't, you're stuck in the parking lot because you can't figure out how to navigate your way out because you can't leave the car because there's been designed specifically for you to not travel on foot. Do you notice that shit when you travel? You go to a town that's not here. You notice all the, uh, the things that are just terrible. Yeah. Like they're just, 
meant for cars. Well, as a recent vegetarian, uh-huh. when you're on the road, when you're on tour, right? Where do you eat? Well, I'm I'm as about into a vegetarian as you can possibly be. Also, I decided I'm not going to be a complete vegetarian because there's something about Texas barbecue I just can't say no oh, to. Oh, so you're a vege- vegetarian when possible? Well, when possible. I feel like vegetarian when po- vegan when possible. Vegan when possible, But it's really, really easy to do that. You just yeah. have to commit to it. Yeah. I have to do it. I think I have to do it for my health. Your health? Yeah. Are you unhealthy? Yeah, exactly. No, I have have terrible bowels. I have have colitis, but I don't have colitis anymore because I have my colon removed. So now I have some sort of residual colitis inflammation of the the, what's left. Now, has it, have you noticed a difference since you stopped uh, eating so much meat? No, because like we were talking about earlier, I really don't know. How to to do it? Well, that and also I feel mainly. I don't know what is my brain, what is stress, what's right. Because it's so there's so many factors. I always think about the best shit I ever took in my entire life was after we got. I was backpacking with the same people I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. We got hit by a freak thunderstorm at elevation. Had to take shelter under some rocks. I ate probably about a half pound of blueberries and like maybe a half pound of manchego <laughs> cheese, okay. soaking wet. And then like an hour later, I took. Just this glorious poo-poo up uh, up on a rock that was just the greatest for me. It's now, great. have you tried to recreate that? I have tried to. It doesn't work. Well, you know what? The detail you might be missing out on. Is the stress. No, no uh, maybe. Maybe yeah. the stress. But also, I bet when you uh, went to shit on the rock, right. you uh, had a squat. Yes, I had a squat. Which is how they used to do it. And they, they sell that squatty potty That's thing. True. That's and true. And people swear by it. I've never tried it, but people swear by they it. They do Could swear be a thing. by it. I think that is that is. That is a part of it. Because those are only like 30 bucks. You could get yeah. one of those. Oh, they're pretty much free now, I feel like. Really? Yeah, you, have like, you can make them out of a cardboard box. That was... <laughs> That's embarrassing, though. You don't want people to come to your house and you've got a bootleg <laughs> squatty potty. We're just trying it out. <laughs> we're saving up for the squatty potty. You don't squatty potty? No, I mean, I, 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 I'm not against it. I just haven't, you know, I, I'm, I don't like going to the store. and I've just, It's never been a thing where I'm like, oh, I'm going to go out and buy a squatty potty. Right. But I've heard, I've never heard anyone use it. And be like, it's okay. <laughs> Everyone uses it, and they're like, it changes your fucking life. You know, a lot of, of celebs love to talk about that because it's this thing where it's kind of gross. But I'm gonna talk about it because I'm freed up. Look, I'm, like I'm crazy. Look, well, I'm crazy. I'm rich. I'm a celebrity. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna talk about this thing. It's kind of yeah, yeah. It's for pooping. I've got no filter. <clears throat> Look. I snuck I'm, into Ellen's house. We're friends. Yeah, I'm fun. <laughs> I'm crazy. <laughs> Look, ter- actually, I'm super hard to deal with. I'm a fucking crazy person. Yes. And whenever I walk into a room, the temperature goes up and yeah. everyone gets really tense. But I yeah. think I'm just a blast. If I'm not the center of attention at a party, I get really sad. And then I have to go home and eat a lot of Xanax. And then, I'll, or maybe I'll do it there. Yeah. And I'll go into a room I don't know and I'll stay there and then people will come in and say what's wrong what's wrong Helen and then I'm fine because the center of attention is back on me again because I'm back on top well I guess I can be back (laughs) I guess I'll come back to the party I just us artists go through so many emotional things yes an artist I'm an artist I am an artist Uh, I'm an artist do you ever say you're an artist publicly Mm -mm. never no are you embarrassed of it to be an artist? Uh, no, I wouldn't say embarrassed, but I just... You just don't uh, say it. What do I you just, say? Say so you're a comedian? Uh, it depends on... Yeah, I'm a comedy guy. 
Comedy <laughs> That's guy. What I say. Comedy adjacent. Yeah. Well, I got pulled over. Uh, when I get pulled over and the cops ask what you do, I always How say, many times? I haven't been pulled over in forever. No, but uh, before I came, moved out to L.A. Yeah. Actually, I got pulled over a couple times in L.A. Because I, I drove, I made it a whole year without my stickers. Why? I just, I lost just, it okay. in the mail, and then I didn't try to get it again. And so, and so I went a whole year until my next stickers came in right. for the next year. And so I got pulled over a lot. Uh, and then I'd have to make up some kind of thing, like, why I don't have my sticker. Uh, but whenever the cops would ask me, like, you know, well, what is your, what do you do? I'd, mm-hmm. say, I'd say, I'm a writer. That's what I'd say. But it's true. You're yeah. a writer. Yeah. Yeah. A showrunner. Yeah, but. A creator. I think. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a creator. Uh, so I'm a creator. <laughs> I'm a creator. Yeah. What? Why do I have to step out of the car? <laughs> oh, you, look, son, you said you're a creator. I, I don't know what that means. Look, there's only one creator, and he ain't you. You know what you should say? You're like, ah, this is embarrassing. I'm actually a cop. <laughs> <laughs> this is I left my badge at home. I used to be a cop. I know this is so weird, but I, I'm actually a cop. I used to be a cop. Um, it's hard to talk about, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm a cop. <laughs> what is your profession? I'm a, a petty thief. I mean, um... Uh, I mean, a uh, cop? What if you told the cop you were a terrorist? I'm a terrorist. <laughs> you just said, I'm a terrorist. Like, what do you mean? It's like, oh, uh, uh, well, you know, a uh, person who commits acts of terror. <laughs> to to uh, instill a uh, feeling of terror in the populace. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an aspiring terrorist. Yeah. I'm an aspiring terrorist. Well, I feel like if you say you're an aspiring terrorist and then ask you what you're going to do. Because yeah. if you say you're a terrorist, then say, what have you done? Like, well, nothing. But I got big plans. Well, see, that's you can't say that. Why? I don't think you can say that. Say that to, uh, on the on the podcast. You can say that on the podcast. Oh, oh yeah. you can't say it to a cop. Right, but you couldn't say that, right? Can you? You, you can't even. You can't say that nowadays. No, can you? you can't say that because then they'll arrest you. Because it's they're everyone's so scared of. Everyone's so negative about terrorists. What do you think about them? Do you have a song about them? <laughs> I just think that people. I mean, terrorists are people too, and you know, you shouldn't. You know, just because someone's a terrorist doesn't mean that they're, uh, you know, necessarily bad. What if they work for GE? <laughs> There's lots of types of terrorists. I'm a, I'm a corporate terrorist. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a peace terrorist. I'm a terrorist of peace. I'm a terrorist for peace. I'm a peacerist. You know, after 9-11, um, Tom Clancy? After 9-11. Famous author. Yeah. Tom, Tom Clancy, Clancy got a job. He Working for the government. He did. Yeah. He, uh, they actually hired him to, because like some of the stuff that uh, Terrace did were like similar to things from his books. Oh, so, so they like, hired him to basically dream up other things that Terrace could scenarios. do. Yeah, so that they could plan for it. I How has say, that got to be the most fun job? I was just about to say that is the coolest job the in the job. world. Think yeah. of. Think of the worst things. For your country. Yeah. You know, it's not even like, you know, you don't have to feel bad about thinking about that stuff. Like, this is for the... Clancy ever started, like, missing the mark, being like, okay, so they're going to break into a nursery, and they're going to fucking cut all these babies' dicks off. And they're like, um, <laughs> they're gonna, Clancy. <laughs> they're going to get a blimp, and they're going to crash into Fuddruckers. <laughs> and they're going to um, they're gonna piss and all kinds of stuff. There's going to be a, a big urine dump. What they're going to do is they're going to go into... I saw somebody do this once. This is pretty great. Uh, they went into a bathroom. 
mm-hmm. a uh, you know those hand dryers right back in the day before you had the uh hand dryers the, that you put your you hands mean, you mean the dyson airblade yeah before the dyson airblade hand dryers uh-huh. then they had the old-fashioned ones that were just kind of the the nozzle yeah it's got, yeah, that, you could turn it's got up, that right angle turn up and turn down so there was this real, real tall guy that i knew wasn't me um, you're tall i know but this guy was taller uh he turned the nozzle up mm-hmm. so that the the hole where the air comes out was facing Shoot. at the ceiling. Yeah. And then he got on his tippy toes and he peed in it. Oh, I've heard about this. And he filled it with pee. Uh-huh. And so then he left. So then the next guy that comes in, washes his oh. hands, then puts his hands under it and turns it down and then just gets a big handful of pee. See, I've heard of doing something similar where you turn the dryer on and you piss into the air and it blows your piss everywhere because you're a, you're a drunk rebel rouser. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but then you're in, you're in the line of fire too. Yeah, but, you know, if, if you do it right, you're, you're okay. I, I heard a story about one guy um, who basically was at a movie theater, whole line full of people at the urinals, like, you know, and yeah. he was in, like, a middle line. Like, he was in the middle of it. You say you heard a story about, you're always talking about yourself, I think. Right? No, 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 this is not. This is, a, <laughs> this, is a, this is one of those dubious friends of a friend stories okay. that you hear in high school. Yeah. Um, but so he's in the middle of the line. Everyone's peeing, lined up at the urinal after the movie. And then he's done. He zips up. And then he reaches his arm around, grabs the right arm, the farthest arm from him, of the guy saying to his next, and yanks him to the right. That way he just spins this way and pees on the dude next to him. Oh. And then, like, the guy just runs off. Mm-hmm. But then the other guy can't chase him. He's got his dick out. And, and like, he's you also know, just been convicted of peeing. Yeah. And so then he's got a whole issue there with the guy to his right. And I this thought that like was... A- college stadium thing to do yeah see that's the kind that would be the best job is just being the tom clancy for like frat house <laughs> terrorism like kind of the, frat house tom clancy yeah. <laughs> you know the other best job in the world that i ever saw was um we were shooting a music video on a farm mm-hmm. uh, like a sriracha farm what was this for which video was it this? was for i did a video uh, called the gays got married which is on YouTube.com. Listeners, go to YouTube.com and you type in Trevor. Was this part of High End Church? Yes. YouTube.com. YouTube.com slash YouTube.com. And you type in Trevor Moore and you search High End Church. This is your comedy album. Co-starring Johnny Pemberton. One of them, one of them, I'm in one of those babies. And they're, they're real, all real fun, cool, funky, badass, <laughs> special. But I was at the Sriracha farm. But Sriracha's not made on a farm, right? I, mean, I don't know. I think it, well, that's why I thought the farm was. They said it was a. I mean, it was a big farm. They said a this pepper was a, farm. Maybe that's what it was. They said it's where they made the stuff for sriracha. It's up. It's like uh, thirty miles north of here. Oh yeah, that's in. Um, yeah, they're talking about. Um, and uh, there was a dude there. Mm-hmm. So they also had corn. They also had like corn. Corn and, is the main ingredient. No, not corn. Sriracha. Wheat. It was wheat. They also yeah. had wheat. And so there was. Uh, they had a problem with birds fucking with the wheat. Yeah. And so there was a dude there who had a lifeguard chair, like one of those tall lifeguard chairs. Yeah. And his job all day was to sit in the lifeguard chair with a flare gun. (laughs) And every time birds would come near it, he'd fire the flare gun at the birds. And this dude had a radio up in his chair. He was drinking Corona. And he had a flare gun. And all day he was just shooting birds with the flares. And I was like, that's the fucking best job. That guy was probably Mahatma Gandhi in his, like, previous life. And when he died, the universe was like, you get to just fucking take it easy. just shoot flares at birds. (laughs) (laughs) This next one's on us. I don't think I could do it. Really? Like I would try to innovate, and I would, f- and it would cause a problem. Like a classic, if it's not broke, it don't fix it. 
but I would try to fix that job. Like, you know, it'd be cool. <laughs> if, you think you uh, might shoot too low and like set a make a wheat field fire with? I would just flame? do something. I would do something to trying to make. I tried. To, I would gild the lily. I would try to make something great better, mm-hmm. and it would cause. It would make it. It would destroy the the beauty of the job. Are you a guy that has a problem appreciating what you have, and you just uh, you know like you know you you got the job in the in the oh, lifeguard yeah. chair. You yes. got the flare gun. You got it made, but you still got to figure out like you know. What? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Are you yeah. that way or no? Um. Yeah, I mean, maybe, I mean, a little bit, maybe a little, maybe a little, maybe a little bit. But I don't know. I think I'd, it'd probably take me a couple months to get over just the awesomeness of sitting in the yeah. chair. You know, another great job. I went to South Africa, which you just got back from, right? And I went to a restaurant where they had a monkey problem, and a monkey break baboons. No, no, no. Like the little monkeys, like great beaten monkeys. I didn't see any monkeys in South Africa. Well, it was on safari. Okay. It went on say. safari, and they, so they had a restaurant yeah. up there. And uh, so they had all those little, little great beaten monkeys, like yeah, the little teeny ones. Those aren't so bad. Baboons are, those are the fucking. They're scary, yeah. Rip your skin off. These aren't that scary. But it was like, it was a nice restaurant. It yeah. was out, outdoors, and all the monkeys were in the trees, and they'd sn- jump down, and they would just steal food yeah. off of people's plates. Like, so they had a guy, it was a very nice restaurant. Dressed up, like he's dressed up just like the waiters, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's got like a nice like suit on and everything. But his whole job was he had a BB gun and he would shoot the monkeys if they got close, like <laughs> up in the trees. If he saw one like eyeing up a plate, he'd be like, pink. And I was like, that's, that's a good job too. That's you think a- they learned after a while, the monkeys? I don't think so. Because it's got to be like the path of least, least resistance if you're a monkey in terms of food. Is- and if, they're, they're smart. So they know, like our dog knows now how to get food. She knows how to steal. We can't put anything on the counter because she will, she'll get it. If we leave her, yeah. 10 minutes, even a coffee. Really? A coffee with milk and sugar in it, she'll get it and she'll she drink it. Well, and, and so she's, she's learned to do that. She's not learned to not do that. Like you, you, when right. you say she's learned, it's not like you've. But she's a dog. She's learned right. to do that. So I feel like she could also, but if, if she got shot with a BB gun every time she did it, she probably would stop doing it. But we're not home to shoot her, nor do I really want to shoot my dog with a BB gun. <laughs> well, a BB gun's not going to hurt it. Yeah. Uh, I'm buying this weekend um, uh, bark collars. Oh, you for are? My dogs. Yeah. Don't they already have, don't they, didn't they already have those? No, but these oh. are just the ones that give them the little static The citronella zap. or the zap? No, the zap. Oh, little the cit- static zap. You know what the citronella ones? No. There's ones that spray, that spray, mm-hmm. that spray citronella in their face. Oh. Or it's not in their face, obviously. It's, it's. In their nasal stuff when they bark. And, and dogs supposed, hate citronella. Yeah. Well, I think everyone was. You would hate it too if, because yeah. it's, like, ah! it's like Bernie. Yeah. Bernie and Stinky. I don't know. I think the electric collar one will be funny to watch though. But you're getting him why? Because they just bark too much. They've, they've, as I've uh, had They're them. They're sisters, right? They are sisters and they started barking more and more as time goes on. What do you think? What's doing that? They're just like, I don't know. They're just like kind of feeling their, you know, you're like, oh, nothing really happens. Because I can't like hit them. Yeah. You know, you can't hit your dog. Also, that doesn't work for barking. Like, what? Yeah. They're like, I'm warning you. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. They don't, I, sent, I sent them to a dog place. What do you mean, like a dog whisperer or a dog Yeah, like we're at a dog boot camp, like military school. No way. How long were they there for? Um, like six weeks. They were they were away from home for six weeks. Yeah, I sent them to a military school. Why would you do that? Because they were getting annoying. They what were like, are you doing, Trevor? <laughs> they're just barking all the time. <laughs> but they must have. And, they, and they're biting. 
biting who? Uh, just like random people. Like, what do you mean random no, people? No, like they don't bite hard, but like if, I, still, if I have people over to my house, yeah. they're uh, they're going to bite them. Well, they'll nip at their heels. They're hurting them. Yeah. You know, like they're, I have the same problem. Our dog is a gigantic hurting dog, and yeah. she, she does something we call dolphining, where she stabs her snout into someone's crotch or ass to be like, hey! Yeah. It's weird. It's like fucking hard. Like, bam! Like yeah. a dolphin. And it's embarrassing because you're like, I mean, well, I rescued them. So yeah. it's not like, you know, I'm like, I don't know what happened in their first year of their life. Something they're, happened. They're crazy. And then um, they're nice to me, but they'll like nip at, you know, my friends that come over. And I'm See, tired have, of apologizing have, for it. Well, we, well, I just put our, we have to put our dog away because we just like, I don't want to have to be on edge when I have someone over. Yeah. So just like it's easier just to put the dog in her crate in the room yeah. than it is to have to like make sure that someone doesn't stand up so fast yeah. that the dog will go. Well, that's what I do too. I put them in a crate. Yeah. Uh, but then they just bark their head off all night. <laughs> like bark, bark. That's why they're getting the collars. So, but so this boot camp did it have any effect? Nothing. And it cost like thousands and thousands of dollars. Like it was expensive. I could have told you that, man. Well, like my wife wanted to do it. She yeah. was like, she was like, I've heard, and we'd heard good things about this boot we camp. We heard good here. I heard that it's changed dogs. You I probably heard it from other dogs. Yeah. yeah. I bet your dogs probably fucking heard it from other dogs. And yeah. this, those dogs told the people. And so it's this thing where it's like, Daddy, to send us away here and we will be better. <laughs> really, it's just a fucking dog party. I mean, your dogs were just at a motherfucking like 20. 24 hours a day, yeah. dog party. It's a like, dog rave. It's a fucking yeah. six-week dog rave. Yeah. Oh, my God. They just they just tricked you. Yeah. It was burning. <laughs> it was burning dog. They're just there. They just fucking tricked you, doing man. Doing Molly. Oh, my God. Getting group dog sex going just on. humping, yeah. puffing, sniffing, yeah. snorting, farting, They're pissing, just all in body paint. Shitting. <laughs> all in body paint like a ring of 20 dogs with their Holy noses up to their asses. They must have had a blast. Well, no, I don't think they did because what it was so after the six weeks, right. the uh, the dude who runs it, he was like, now you got to come back and then you got to see everything they've learned. And I was <laughs> like, okay, cool. And, um, and so I go back and they put you behind this two-way glass. Two-way. So the dogs can't see you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> and so then he's like doing all this shit with my dogs where he's yeah. like, he's like, stop. And they're stopping. And he's like, walk. And they're walking. And they're like, you know. All um, kinds of stuff. He's doing tricks with them and all these things. And then, uh, and then I get them back, and like the next day, like I'm like, "Hey, dude, walk!" And they're like, "Whatever." Like they're just like back to their regular self. So I don't know what he does. I mean, like he probably just gets the dogs and just like beats the shit out of them for six weeks, so they're terrified. Of them. <laughs> but then when they're back with me, they're like, "No, I'm not doing." I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I know you're not gonna hit me. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's. That sucks. But at least you didn't have to deal with them for six weeks. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, welcome to welcome to We Hate Dogs, the podcast. It's dog owners who hate dogs. <laughs> I love dogs. I know. I'm but just, I still I, get annoyed at them. I'm just joking. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Uh, listeners, the email is live to tape podcast at gmail. Please send me any instrumental songs you have. And when you do send an email, make sure you attach the file that you wish to send as opposed to just referencing it. You know, have you ever done that before? I sent an email that didn't attach the thing you meant to attach. Every live, day, man. live to tape, L I V E T O T A P E P O D C A S T at gmail.com. Send whatever you wish. It's your dish. It's delish. Kiss a tish. 
Uh, great. Um, this is this podcast is brought to you by New York University Tisch School of Arts. If you want to learn about how to do art, go to Tisch. That's T I S C H, not T I S H. Tisch School of Arts, New York University. Come on down. We let anybody in as long as you like playing around. If Tisch. Sign, if you sign up with the promo code uh, the Live promo, to Tape, promo code Live to Tape podcast. You get the tuition fifty percent off. Fifty percent off of one hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you know how much that school costs? It's a lot. It's like fucking insane. The older I get, the more college seems just like, are you sure you want to go? Yeah. Like, do you really want to go? Because, I mean, um, it's all the money that exists. I did one semester at USC, and then um, and then I had to go back home to, like, <laughs> Virginia. Really? And everyone's like, why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? I'm like, this place is, like, $40,000 a year. That's insane. nothing now. Did 40... you have to pay for it? Um, or did you have like a scholarship or something? No, I, I, my grades were terrible. Oh, I, right. um, I, How'd you get in then? Because I, I had mediocre grades. I did a summer semester. Okay. They'll let you in for a summer yeah, semester. Yeah, I love that. But then um, then I did like VCU, which is like a Richmond school like you know, okay. in Virginia for a year. and then Transferred? Had, uh, yeah. And then I had a public access show that got bought mm-hmm. by a bunch of PAX TV affiliates. So I did that for a year. And then I got fired from that but i'd saved up enough money to pay for like a year of school in new york and then my parents paid the last two years how do you get fired from your own public access show no 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 the, the show got bought oh, like i had a public access bought. show when i was in high school and what then was it called it's called the trevor moore show it was really creative really really good title but what is it now what was it after it wasn't trevor moore show it was still I, and then i bought and then i did it on pax television oh in like virginia but, but like you say you got fired though yeah Oh, no, they canceled. Oh, they I mean, canceled. they canceled okay. the whole thing. Yeah. I was going to say, because, yeah, fired would be... Right. They brought in a lookalike. Yeah. No, but I got canceled. But that's So I paid for a little bit of college with that, and then my parents paid the rest. Yeah. Now looking back, what was it? What was it all about, man? Where'd you go to school? I went to Florida State. Nice. I, my parents wouldn't let me go there. Why not? Because it's party school? Party school. Because uh, we're about the same age, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when I was in that last year of high school. I was ni- 99 was my last year of high school. Okay, I was 98. Okay. So I'm a little, but like my last year of high school, when you're looking at all the schools, mm-hmm. Rolling Stone did some magazine where yes. it was like Florida State is the most ridiculous party school. And it was like, all oh, they follow these idiots around. Do you know what's crazy? What? Is the person who was in that article. I remember the story Bert, about it. Bert Kreischer. And he mm-hmm. was on the podcast last week. No way. And he was the guy. I remember that dude. He was falling asleep in fountains and stuff. Like, I um, mean, I don't. I never read the article. I think it's a huge behemoth of an article. But yeah, it's long. He it's was like the main thing in that. Yeah, Bert Kreischer. You should read it because the guy's life is is truly bizarre. No, I did read it oh, back in the day. I didn't I, read it, and yeah. I was like, "That's awesome. I'm going to go there." Yeah, and then my parents also had seen read the it, article, and they were like, "You're not going to Florida State." Florida Yeah, it's a great. I mean, it truly is remarkable in that in that context, but it's also. It's also what's just a fucking university. They're all the same. Yeah. But that one's maybe. I mean, I don't have any experience. I only went to that one. So. Yeah. I visited other schools, but. Yeah. Yeah. But so you didn't finish college. No, I did. You did finish. I went college. up to SVA finished. in New York. SVA. What's that? School, School of Visual Arts. Special Victims. Special Victims. Special Victims Academy. Yeah. Special. I'm an art victim. Uh, yeah. I went. To, yeah, I went to art school in New York, and um, that's where I met all the whitest kids, guys. You guys all met there. Yeah, we all live in the same dorm. Really? Yep. And then you guys started doing comedy. We started doing comedy. Started a group, and here you are here kicking are. it just for me. <laughs> it's been a long road. It's been a long road. But you guys still all do stuff together, right? Yeah. We're 
shopping a movie around right now. Right. It's like a whitest kids movie. Got it. And um, I still write with uh, Sam and Zach a bunch. Got it. And Got uh, it. they're all going to be in my new special that's coming out. What's the new special? Um, it's going to come out next year. It's a Comedy Central special. Nice. Doing another album. A whole, you already recorded the whole album? Uh, half of it. I'm half recording the rest of it next in like two weeks. But we're shooting in August, and all the whitest kids are going to be in it. Nice. So you're shooting you the should same come thing. in. You should come back and do a party. Just dro- drop me in. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm, awesome. uh, I'm fully available now as I'm now back from the subcontinent. Not the subcontinent, but the uh, southern hemisphere. How did you like South Africa? Um, I felt a lot of ways about it. I felt a lot of great, a lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of... Weird, a lot of terrible, a lot of like the uh, I don't know, they, I forget what they call them, not favelas, but the uh, those uh, oh, the townships, those are depressing. Uh, I didn't go to the townships, I didn't have time because I was planning on going the last uh, I was planning on going to one mm-hmm. to visit, but we our shooting schedule changed like the last three weeks and we just were working non stop, so I couldn't go because you want to go on like a Sunday, go to, like a barbecue, okay, because otherwise, you, if you go there, it's kind of like. What are you I mean, doing? I mean, it's not. It's also it's it's not safe. It's right. not a safe place to go. Well, it's also I always find that like weird. Like when you take a tour group to something yeah. like that, like what are you doing? It's yeah, like it's you're like poverty a, tourism. Yeah, that's weird. But at the same time, I, I I think it's weird. But also, I feel like if you do it, and because it is interesting, you're going to see this people a people's way of life. Right. And it's not, it's not like it's just homes. There's stores and there's all kinds of stuff there. So you're patronizing them mm-hmm. in terms of like the good kind of patronizing. Yeah. Yeah. You're how why how is that by the way? How is that possible that word means such different things? Yeah. Like oh would you would you please patronize my establishment? Yeah, you're or, patronizing. Stop me. patronizing me. Yeah. That is Stop uh, giving me money in a way that's respectful. That is a glitch in the English language. It's a fucking glitch. Mm-hmm. Either way, I didn't go but I thought about um, going for based on those reasons and wanting to go because I was I'm always been really interested in that just anything that's like any type of a a very different culture that's different than the boring white bread Minnesota that I grew up in. Right. Uh, I Me, mean, I talked to a lot of people about it, but I didn't actually go. But I wanted to. Go. But Did that, you that's see the, the cape? thing. Is, saw the cape. That was pretty cool, right? It's pretty cool. But at the same time, it's also very. It's just. It's just a place. I don't know. I was into that. Really? I was, that was that was like uh did you see that walrus with one eye? No, where? Oh, there's a there's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> there's a it's not a walrus. My I don't know animal names Is really it an well. Elephant seal? Yes, that's okay. what it was. Uh, but there's if you go there's this uh, restaurant down there and they've got this The Cape of Good Hope. Yeah, they've got this big seal that's got one eye. It's the oh. grossest thing I've ever seen. I was really not into that just cuz I felt like it was the most touristy thing that's basically mm-hmm. it's not the southernmost point. Hmm? It's not. Well, Antarctica no, it's not. I mean, it's not the southernmost point of Africa. What? It's not. It's like this idea that it is. Is this like a flat earth theory? No, it's not. It's, a, it's just literally not the southernmost point of South Africa. Well, does Madagascar count? No, no Madagascar. No, isn't. it just says a place about 150 miles to the east, no. southeast, that is more southerly. It's just That's a bummer. The Cape of Good Hope has some significance. Well, that was the thing that everyone was trying to figure out how to get around. Yeah, and yeah. also it's this thing, I think it's the. Well, you know, I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's something, and there's a lot of, it's, you go there and you, you, you go, ah, look at this, the yeah. wind, the beauty, but it's so far away. I guess the problem with me was there's so many things that were, that were sold to us, all these things that are really tourist, not, not necessarily touristy, just the thing where. Did you go to the Lion King Rock? No. Where they what filmed the, the Lion fuck? King? No. Where they pull, held, where he held up Simba? So you went on vacation, so I didn't. <laughs> 
There's like a whole other. Uh, I didn't do hardly anything. Well, that's was, not a real thing. I was making that up. Well, but. maybe they. Maybe Trevor. Maybe it's real. Yeah, maybe. Did you? Were you surprised at the amount of penguins? I was surprised about the penguins, but also I kind of wasn't because I've all I know is I saw this one time when I was reading about before I left. Someone was talking about how. Well, can you imagine what a great Instagram shot it would be to have a picture of yourself with these penguins on the beach? Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, yeah, it is, but also, oh, that's all it is. Yeah, it's really just that. It's like, oh, look at these animals that are that are here that we don't have. Let's. See, I was shocked because I was, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm as American as you can get. And so that yeah. means I don't know a lot about other countries. Like, you know, so my vision of Africa was like, well, you got lions and zebras yeah. and then penguins. That's Antarctica. Not right. thinking that Africa is that close to Antarctica. So then you go to Africa and there's penguins everywhere. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? I guess I just knew about too much about it before I left. Yeah. And I saw well, a friend of mine's a photographer, like a professional photographer. And she had all these pictures of them. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like I, I did some stuff that was cool, but I don't think I, don't think I did many of the things that uh, were the. Well, you're working. Yeah, working. And it's yeah. just like. Did you do Tabletop Mountain? Of course. Yeah, that was pretty cool, right? Actually, no, I did not go up to Table Mountain, but I did. Oh. Uh, I did climb up half of it, on the backside of it. Did you get that high? I did. Get that <laughs> I did not high? get that high. That climber's high. I did get a super big high running up uh, Lion's Head, though. I ran up that a couple times by oh, myself. Really? That's, cool. that's the one that's next to Table Mountain. It's, just, mm-hmm. it's almost as big, but it's not quite as big, but it's more it's accessible by foot. So I did a lot of personal hiking, but otherwise, you know, that place, it's a fucked up country. It's yep. got so many social problems. It's kind of ridiculous. Every country's a fucked up country, except oh. the good old U.S. of A. It's true, though. When I got home, I can't tell you how happy I was to be home. Well, I was this year, like, uh, in between seasons of my show. What's your show called, by the way? It's called Walk the Prank. Walk the Prank. It is a children's show uh-huh. but it can uh, be enjoyed by adults day. right i try to make it so that yeah. parents can watch it too and, and teenagers um but uh it's a show that i run over mm-hmm. there and um in between seasons um my uh the guy i run it with and i were like well we should probably go vacation or something mm-hmm. like that before the new season comes in and then we we're looking around the news and i was like well where do you go i mean like you know you got isis all in europe you got you know zika Everywhere, like that, looks fun to go to. I got so, one word for you. Where? It's the, always the right idea. Hawaii. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, no. but yeah, you can't say no to Hawaii. That's not leaving the country, though. Exactly. That's why it's so good, Trevor. All right, all right, you got me. You don't you have to leave the country. Me. You don't have to leave the greatest country in the world. But it feels like it too, because it's like a six-hour flight or something. It's like a that. six. It's not even that. In California, it's an easy flight. Really? You go there. It's a different culture. Because the maps make it look like it's so close when you look at those maps that you had in school. It's but it's pretty, not. It's far. It's far if you're going from Tennessee. Or you're coming from LA, maybe. It's a five-hour flight, and tell you what, that's there's not no close. Five that's hours? close. Five you, hours to go to paradise. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's nothing I get more. But how much better can it really be than like Santa Barbara? Have you not been to Hawaii? I was when I was a kid. Oh, see, I never went as a kid. Yeah. All I ever wanted as a kid is to go to Hawaii. I never went. Right. So when I went as an adult, I was just like, this is fucking the greatest. Really? It's so great. It's truly, it's paradise because. This is like the most fucking entitled conversation ever in my entire life. Like, well, what's the podcast about? Uh, it's, it's this white guy talking about how great Hawaii is. How you and gotta how other go. countries. <laughs> don't go to other countries. Just don't go to other Hawaii. countries. Go to Hawaii. 
<laughs> it's just fucking great, man. There's no, there's not a whole lot of bugs. Food's great. People are nice. Uh, it's beautiful. It's it's breathtakingly beautiful. Yeah. There's tons of cool plants. It's just it's just the whole, the whole state is built on half of it's built on tourism. So it's just like they know how to do it. They just figured it out. Nice. It's yeah. like a mall. It's like a mall. It's like a, a whole state that's a mall. It's like they have malls there, and those malls are great. But it's like a you nature. Know, but it's nature too. It's like it's a rainforest nature. cafe. Well, you can it's like go, a whole state that's a can, rainforest cafe. You can go to Kauai. That's that's Whole Foods. Okay. Kauai is literally Whole Foods of the island. That sounds great. You can go to Maui, which I'd say is sort of like San Diego of the island. Nice. You can go to Oahu, which is more like. I don't have an analogy for this, but that's mm-hmm. where the cocaine is. Oh, that's where okay. the meth is, and the, that's where you can get murdered. But you probably won't. Um, then you can go to the Big Island, which is basically like going to Montana, mm-hmm. but with rain and volcanoes. And then you, because it's like really remote and it's got like ranches I don't know and stuff. If I want to do volcanoes. You don't. Have, I never done. I never did. Hey, Trevor, I, I never like, did volcanoes. I don't like volcanoes. But you know how do you know? Well, they're just dangerous. Well, see, that, that's, that's not the right idea. You shouldn't think about them that way. <laughs> you know that, that it's more scary to you than you are of it. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard you're more likely to get uh, killed by um, cancer than a volcano. Really? Yeah, I've heard that. It's like but one of those crazy statistics. I think you're probably more likely to get killed by cancer than just about everything else that exists, right? Uh, no, just volcanoes. Really? I what about heart volcanoes. disease? I think, yeah. Well, you might be right with that. Yeah. Yeah. Heart disease is a killer unless you are a whale. You know, all whales have heart disease. All of them? Yeah, all of them have, all whales have heart disease. Did you know no sharks have cancer? Yes. Sharks don't get cancer. I knew that, but what I said wasn't true, but what you said is true. You know what's weird? (laughs) (laughs) You know what's weird about sharks? What? Is that it's the only, so it hasn't evolved for like millions and millions of years. Right. So it's like the only animal that the universe is like perfect. Yeah. You know, where it's like it is. Is it the only one, though? Yeah, it doesn't evolve. So it's gotten to this thing of it's just like this mindless killing machine. Mm-hmm. And the universe is like, that's what I was going for. Do you believe in that? Do you believe that the universe is a, a place of neutrality? Neutrality? Like, do you feel like. So I've talked about this a bunch of times before, but I'll talk about it again. One time I was hike, I was running in the hills near where I live. And I got a real big sweet download of a high, right? Uh huh. Um, and I saw this crow kind of land on a branch next to me. And all of a sudden, I just sort of thought, like, I looked at this crow, I just thought that this is sort of the essence of God. This is the essence of God in terms of this is a, this crow doesn't give a shit about me. It's essentially the visual representation of death, like the cold neutrality of death. How, you mm-hmm. know how nature doesn't care about you, nature will kill you. It doesn't care that you're dead, it doesn't care that you're not dead. So, you just, yeah, so you'd believe that, like, Maybe there's a God that set up the rules of physics of how things interact with each other, but then just leaves it and lets it go, and whatever happens, happens with it. I don't know about that. I just mean in terms... I mean, I guess I haven't thought about that. I mm-hmm. guess I'm thinking more in terms of that, that, that there, is no re- there is no reason, and that's the essence of neutrality, right? Is there's no good or bad. There just is. Right. Like yeah. death, like death is neutral, right? Because mm-hmm. death doesn't discriminate. Is there a name for that theory? I don't know. Maybe it's Taoism. Oh, well, there has to be. Is it Taoism? I don't know. I like Tao. Yeah, maybe. I don't know enough about. You're not a religious guy at all. 
Um, I don't know if I wouldn't. I, I'm aware that I have no idea what's going on. Right, but That's you know a lot about a lot of stuff. I know, I know some stuff about some stuff, but yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell anybody that I had a, I, what is happening. Yeah. <laughs> But that's but that's a smart thing to do because that means you know enough to know that you don't know everything. Right. There's some name for Anyone that. Anyone who's like, right? isn't there a name for that? I don't know. I mean, it's, anybody who's like, this is what happens when you die. Yeah. You're like, oh, what? what, what? It's like someone saying, I'm the best guitar player in the world. It's right. like, oh, you just don't know enough about guitar yet. Do you, you haven't met Dan Smith. Dan Smith. Who will teach you guitar? Dan you Smith. You see that in New York? I haven't seen that. Oh, they had signs everywhere. Really? There's like a staple in New York. It was all, every street corner had a sign that said, Dan Smith will teach you guitar. Dan he's Smith. like an urban legend in New York. Oh, so he, he's like a personal flyer. Yeah, you've never seen you No one ever saw him. I haven't been in New York in so long. I feel like I'm dis, disenfranchised from yeah. New York. Yeah. Do you go back there? I do, every now and then. What for? Um, <laughs> Why? Why, Trevor? Uh, I record out there a lot. Go to my, my music producers are out there. Oh, okay. I go, you know what I do? I go up to Woodstock a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Woodstock a lot better. Yeah. Because uh, it doesn't smell like boiled urine. Yeah, that's the whole other thing. Yeah, New York City is a real trash hole. Can be. It's fun. Do you want to sing a song about boiled, boiled urine? Then we'll get out of here. Boiled urine. Put that microphone closer to your sound hole. Boiled urine. But actually, I'm just thinking that boiled urine might not smell that bad because if it's if you're distilling it, what's gonna come off is the gases that it's, are just water vapor. But those are urine fumes. Urine fumes. That's I'm gonna go boil some urine tonight and <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> boiled urine. Is that? Oh, how do you do Beach Boys? Right? Boiled urine. And then you got to come in. Uh, I don't know how to do harmony. Boy, well, you do it, and okay. I'll try it. Okay. Boy, you're in. 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 I like your urine boiled. I like a little toy that's an oily boil. <laughs> I've got an oily boil set up for you. We this built this city. We built this city. On boiled urine. We built this city on the back of immigrant labor. You know, I was like a couple, I was like, uh, yeah, we were, I was, yeah, was, that, was a couple weeks ago or something. It was like, it had stuck in my head, like, we built this city. Uh, you know that song. We built, built this Jefferson city Starship, yeah. On Indian bones, like we <laughs> built this city on Indian bones. It's like the good, it's like the good beginning of like a horror movie, like a town. It's like be funny. we built this city. Mm-hmm. We built this city on Indian bones. <laughs> built this city. Built this city bones. But first, we dug up the bones. And move them to a different place Underneath where there's now a mall <laughs> Come and live in our city That you can live above the mall Sort of like the Americana in Glendale And check out these stairways Made of this special calcified material That we discovered on site But it's don't a, tell anybody That we built this city On an Indian burial road
built this city. We built this city on your mama's face. We built this city on a place that's gonna stay, goddammit. You got a problem, you can get on your horse and ride down to Vermont. Uh, um, what, what do you want to say? I just, uh, got anything else? appreciated, um, being here. Okay, me too, I, I appreciate I, being I, here. I, uh, it's been good to see you. I haven't seen you for a bit. I know. Through your travels across yeah. the world. You've been busy too, you've been busy. You got, you're gonna be real busy. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're busy guys. Um, but, uh, but it's good to just, uh, every now and then just connect Just with reconnect, friends. reconnect yeah. with friends. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, have any views about ISIS that you want to share off Twitter? Um... You've always got a hot take, Trevor. I know it. I'm not a judging person. I don't like to judge. But you don't judge. I'm not saying judge. I'm not saying judge. I'm just saying asking for a hot take in person, a political hot take. I think... I've seen you do hot takes before. I think ISIS, you know, a lot of what they say say is a little hyperbolic. Uh Uh-huh. I can tone down the rhetoric a little bit. Right. But I'm not a throw the baby out with the bathwater guy. Okay. Yeah. I just want some. I want some political rhetoric, Trevor. <laughs> I want one. I want one of your classic. I hot would say, okay. I am. I. <laughs> I if, if pushed to make a decision, yeah. I would say I am anti-ISIS. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you think about? Um, I don't know. I, I. I. I just. I don't have a question for you that's going to work. Are you anti-ISIS? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's pretty. That's a pretty safe position to be. Anti-ISIS. I feel like we're in a weird place right now politically, where there's just there's no. There's no safe ground to stand on. Yeah. But my favorite thing mm-hmm. is thank God everybody is talking about it on Twitter. <laughs> that is the greatest thing that has happened in the last two years. Yeah. Is that was Twitter used to be a place where people made jokes. Right. And that was a waste of it. Yeah. Now people, I love it. Everyone that I used to follow, you know. They're not just, you know, making clever things anymore. No. They're just... They're commenting on things that aren't clever. And they're sharing news mag- news uh, articles with people. It's just yeah. great because now I don't have to look at the news. Everyone's like... It's like every one of my friends is CNN now. What's your great. favorite news source? Um, I don't know. I don't really like any. I mean, I bet like, you're into the dark web, don't you know? Big dark web. Do you have web, a Tor man. browser? Tor, big, yeah. You got Tor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't have to Big Silk Road. Big Silk Road. <laughs> big Silk Road. Big Silk Road. Um... Just like you got into that. I just like to. I just like to read everything, honestly. Really? Like not like the oh, I read everything, but I mean, I like you know. Well, it's just sort of like I, I'll read Huffington Post. Yeah. Uh, I'll read Drudge Report. I'll read Breitbart. Uh-huh. I'll read CNN. I'll read. All, I mean, like right. people are like, oh, don't go to Breitbart. I'm like, I want to see what they're saying. Yeah, it's fun to see what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you made the the show, the children's show, is in some way like sort of a departure from things because it's you're dealing with a an apolitical entity. No. Is it fun at all because of that? Um, well, I wanted to do it because the whitest kid show was so dark and vulgar. Right. That I didn't want to be like trapped in something where people are like, oh, well, he only does this. this, this. Like, okay. So I was like, well, I want to kind of jump the other way yeah. and just kind of, you know, have some variety and stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be like a. A big, complicated answer. No. Sometimes you just do the thing you do, right? Hey, man. Life's not... Life is not a complicated answer. Listeners, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can do that using any type of listening uh, app, such as Stitcher, uh, Flasher, Tumbo, uh, Crackle, Dunce, Snare, or Cajunin. 
uh, all those apps. You can subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can also do it on iTunes, which is a favorite of a lot of people because we love Apple devices through their simplicity and status appeal. Are you guys on Siege yet? Siege. Siege yeah. is a huge browser in the UK. It's going to be huge here eventually, much the same way that Daisu has taken over the... You guys got to get on Cooter Pro. Cooter Pro is outstanding. It's taking the Midwest by storm. Chattanooga has the best internet in America, if you didn't know that. Get offline, get on a horse, and get your ass to Chattanooga. It's true. The tech sector is expanding. Silicon Valley is losing their reach. Uh, I think we're going to see a pop-up in Rochester, New York again, probably in other places that it was before. I think Detroit might make a comeback. Either way, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. I'll also make sure you send an email of an instrumental track to live to tape podcast at gmail.com. My guest today has been Trevor Moore. You can find Trevor on Twitter with hot takes that are really good and also interesting jokes. You can check him out on YouTube. He's got a lot of amazing videos that are accompanied with music that have a uh, informative yet comedic value, which is rare in this day and age. And you can also see him on tour. Where can I see you next live, Trevor? I'm, I'm going to be at, uh, where am I going? I'm doing Irvine. Irvine, Irvine Improv. Yeah, improv at Irvine. And I, I'm doing a couple of improvs around California. You're doing it by yourself or with some other whites? Uh, I'm probably going to have Sam. Sam, I know Sam. Good. He's a good guy. Yeah. I like Sam. But I put tour dates on my Twitter, pretty much, which is I Trevor Moore. Like, I Trevor Moore. My or, I Carly. Or like the movie I Robot exactly. featuring Will Smith and Haley Joel Asmond. All good people. Great time. Be sure to watch movies and check out Netflix. You can stream all you want. The show has been brought to you by Netflix. When you want to stream on demand, go to Netflix. Netflix streaming 24 hours a day, 24 days a week, all the time, every day. Netflix. Brought to you by Netflix. Does it feel Thank you. Thank you for listening to Live to Tape with Johnny Pemberton. Please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Those are three separate actions. Do them all, please. Also, the email is live to tape podcast at gmail.com. Those are all letters, no numbers, unlike the Twitter account, which is L-I-V-E, number two, like the numeral, tape podcast. So... You'll, you can find that. They're separate. Live to tape podcast at Gmail and live to tape on Twitter. And also, please be sure to go to the feralaudio.com website and shop on Amazon for goods and services. And we get a little, a little, little, I wouldn't even call it a chunk, but it's some, it's some degree of that that helps support this podcast and other ones on this network that are just as good, just as good. Okay. Thanks for being here. Come back soon. And you will come back soon because you'll be subscribed so you know exactly when it's going to happen. This is Johnny. Bye. 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 Buy things. Buy products. Just kidding. Actually, yes, do it. Buy them through Amazon on feralaudio.com. Thanks. Bye. Feral Audio.